Hey Shark Tank fans, we are back and ready to go. We will be discussing season 9 of this show, episodes 10 and 11 already. Lots of back-to-back episodes, lots of entrepreneurs, guest judges, and more. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I feel like we need it. Yes, an official dance. It's kind of like the real company. They do that nice snazzy dance. Next week, we got to come with our own. We are all about that. Yes. (laughs) We will have a dance for you guys starting soon. We're going to choreograph it. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us as we discuss not one, but two episodes of Shark Tank tonight. I'm Zoe Hewitt. As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RealZoeHewitt, sitting directly to my left. Hi, guys. I'm Kelsey Hightower, and you can find me online at at Hightower. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that fun stuff. So uh, let's chat. And let's get started chatting with our first episode's first product, Grip Mat. Tom yes. was in the tank. He was asking for $200,000 in exchange for 10% of his company. He had a really cool product. Yes, I'm giving it that cool adjective already. It's a tray that can pretty much balance anywhere. So he actually designed it because he works on uh, military planes and realized that he had his tools and he had nowhere to put them because they would slide off of the planes. So he came up with these grippy mats. And what's really proprietary about them is that they've got... Uh, um, sides. So it's more like a drawer rather than just a mat that your tools could roll off of. Yeah, like so, a tool case. First yes. thoughts. I love this product. So he was very charismatic. He sold the product very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Lori made a good point. Um, it was made of what was this product made of? It, it can It's made of a special silicon. Yes, that can withstand an excruciating amount of heat. Mm-hmm. So not only is it good for um, airplanes, but it can be used for cars, mechanics, just all that sort of, you know, mechanical things that I don't know of. But um, yeah, that was a good point. So it's a really good product that he came up with. Mm -hmm. Um, He is one of those people that is an inventor to his core. So um, so that was really cool. I was excited about this product from mm-hmm. the very beginning. And um, the reason I'm wearing camo today is because it was Veterans Day and they were showing a lot of um, entrepreneurs that were veterans. So this he was served in the Air Force and that was a really cool, he had a really good story mm-hmm. about that too. So I liked the product. And I like your point that he was talking about being an inventor because he actually said that and it made me wonder if he was going to not get a deal. He actually made a point of saying that he wants to keep inventing but not be a one product guy. And sometimes, right, the sharks say, no, I want you to be laser focused. And they didn't seem to care. Well, I think he did a really good job of explaining the inventions that he wanted to do were going to um, build on the grit mat. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't going in a different direction. It was still staying with the grit mat, but he was talking about like a flashlight that would attach to a product that he's already selling. So it would be something complementary to his his product, which I think that was a huge um, benefit to how he was pitching this. Yes, definitely. And I think that the Sharks definitely liked it based on the number of offers that he got. Yes. And I want to take a quick pause here to also say, hey, Fantasy Stats, hey, Tina, thank you for joining us in the chat. We've missed you guys. Also, we will be going back to what we did last season of in or out. So because of the time delay, make sure you let us know as we start the products, would you be in or out so we can get your opinions as well. So these trays retailed for between $29.99 to $69.99. He has a 25% margin and he got offers out 
the wazoo. Yep. And we should also add that Richard Branson was in the tank as a guest mm-hmm. shark tonight, which, of course, he owns an airline. <laughs> so perfect. perfect application. Yes. So he did wind up with, um, Tom had multiple offers, but what was interesting is that he was almost able to really write the book on this. He kept negotiating, and the sharks were in it. I mean, Damon kept changing the amounts that he was interested in. For yes. He was you know, going back and forth with himself. So yes. he was like, he put an offer on the table and then he came back right afterwards and yes. was like, and I'm lowering it. So um, that was really interesting to see that everybody knew this mm-hmm. was going to be a good product. Yes. And he came in and he already had so many sales. Mm-hmm. Um, he had already yes. been doing well. He was partnering with NASA. Yes. So he had um, a utility patent pending. I mean, mm-hmm. he had done all of the right things. And so Mm -hmm. that was just like an easy sell for an inventor. I think they even said, what do you need us for? Like, what what do you want an investor to do? Mm -hmm. So what are your next steps and all of that? So I think when they say that, it's everyone's jumping in. Yeah, everyone's clear. And it's interesting. So he wound up with Richard, Laurie, and Mark. And Mm -hmm. what they did was they gave him $360,000 in exchange for 30% of the company. So they didn't mess with the the valuation, but they all, of course, wanted higher percentages of equity to be involved. But what I thought was interesting is that, like we said, Damon was changing his amount of equity requests so much, but he didn't seem like the right shark to me at all. Like, I was very surprised that this was something he wanted to invest in. Were you also? I was a little surprised. I mean, he said he wanted to use it, you know, for different industries, maybe the baby company, um, Mm -hmm. something along those lines. So he wanted to really expand it. Mm -hmm. And... I think he just wanted to jump on it because he knew it was a good product. Yeah. And when you know it's a good product, you really want to get in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that he went, I think that Tom went with the the best deal with yeah. Lori, Mark, yeah. and, uh, and Richard. Richard Branson. So yeah. I don't think that you could have gotten better sharks out of that. I absolutely agree with you. And and they asked him, and he he said, Link, here's what I want. So yeah. he really picked his sharks. Yeah, absolutely. Could not have found better sharks to partner with. I mean, he I had the trifecta here. Judy, thank you also for joining us in the chat. So Hello, um, Judy! <laughs> so, Kelsey, would you be in or out on Grip Mat? I would be in with all those other sharks fighting, you know? <laughs> Me too. I would be in. Five of us. Sharks together, Tom. Five of us. We're all in. We're all in. And the chat is in, too. Fantasy Stead says he would be in. Um, Judy also thought he was maybe a little bit cocky. But um, but I actually thought he got away with it. He didn't seem as cocky as some to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he came in with a strong personality. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. He, he, he landed the deal. So yeah. I got on the deal. Sometimes when you're too over cocky or, uh-huh. you know, come in too strong, then it's just a real turnoff. But he did play it off a little bit. Charismatically, maybe, to me. So He got away with it. He got away with it. He did. Absolutely. So this next one I'm really excited about. I thought this was the most interesting product. So Mm -hmm. DNA Simple. Olivier was in the tank. $100,000 in exchange for 12.5% of his company. And basically what this is is that there are studies going on all over the country that need specific types of people in them. But they can't, they frequently can't find the people they need. So he said in like a five-year grant period, you spend three to four years just trying to find your sample. So he basically pays people for samples. All you have to do is spit in a tube, send it back, and you get 50 bucks. And the way his company works is that he gets paid by the hospitals or the people who are actually doing the research. He gets $155 per person. He gives 50 of that away, basically. He says a typical study needs 30,000 to 100,000 samples. I thought this was such a good idea. This is this is an incredible idea, and you don't really see this type of 
um, product being put to the yeah. table at, at Shark Tank. So I think that he did a really good job of explaining this as well, especially with all the medical jargon, mm-hmm. um, him coming from a researching or scientific yeah. background and researching background. I mean, he was the perfect person. He saw the need in his mm-hmm. field, and um, he's catering to it. He's like the middleman in between yeah. people who would like to just spit in a tube and get some extra money, you know, <laughs> instead of yeah. selling your blood or going in there. You know, you just send in a sample, mm-hmm. super easy. Um, and between scientists uh-huh. who need researchers. But it makes so much sense that they would need a large amount of people to mm-hmm. yeah. to um, be able to complete their study. Because mm-hmm. you have to test thousands of people yeah. when you're doing studies. and 30,000 to 100. <laughs> apparently so, allegedly. And he was talking about how, um, you know, he had been in this boat before, so... I don't know. It was just very interesting yeah. that, you know, you need that many people. So it makes sense. It totally makes sense. As Fantasy Stat says, it seems like a good thing for college students. Fantasy says he had some friends who sold their blood and stuff, and this is easier. Yeah. Judy would also spit She'd in a tube for me 50 too, bucks. Me too, Judy. I Sign me too. up. I feel like this is so easy. You could just, like, rack and up the money. And you could do it multiple times. Yes. You don't have to do it just once. Yes. And, I mean, the thing is you have to be matched with somebody, yeah. but – you know, I feel like there's a pretty good chance. They're doing yeah. all sorts of research out there. Yeah. So, And it was so interesting that he said that a lot of um, times the research might fail because they don't have enough people to yes. study. Yes. So, so And that it takes three to four years out of a five-year grant. I was shocked. I really was. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about this field, but <laughs> I'm glad that he is doing something. It seems like uh-huh. a perfect little niche to get yeah. into. So he did a great job. And I think also where it worked for the sharks, one of the sharks brought up, well, how do you vet people? Like, people are just answering questions online. Yeah. So how do you know they're telling the truth? And he said, well, that's not my job. But yeah. study people do that. So well, it takes the liability back. away. Yes. And he yeah. comes back, like, when they say that they need um this type of person and check we're looking for these sorts of things then he goes back and like talks to them and stuff so but you don't have to do it all at one time it's just a basic thing when you sign up the first time is he the one who goes back or is it the people with the study i thought he sort of sends the names he's just the middleman I find Essentially. out further. Yeah, such a good idea. So Just a connector, you know. <laughs> he did get Love offers. It. And uh, he did wind up with a deal with Mark. Mark said that um, he wanted an answer immediately. This is like Mark's new thing where he doesn't want people to think yeah. about it. He's like Mr. Wonderful in this a lo- Yeah, a lot of the sharks are getting like this because they yes. want to jump on the deal and they want to uh-huh. like seal the deal. But a, a lot of the times when they do this, you can kind of get away with being like, I, well, can I see what Lori... Like, if you stall long enough, another shark Someone will, jump will jump in. Someone will jump in. But sometimes they jump in in the wrong direction and say, right. I'm not interested. So, well, Mark offered 200000 for 20%. Now, remember, he had asked for 100000 for 12 and a half. So Mark did up it to go with the valuation of the company, but wanted more equity. Uh, they wound up with countering at 15%. Mark went with it. Uh, so deal with Mark. Do you think Mark was the right shark? He was a good shark to do this. I mean, it was very quick. And um, it was interesting that he jumped and he was like, okay, I've got an offer. I'm going to do it. And it just was a very quick um, thing that happened. So very quick. You yeah, know, seal the deal situation. <laughs> Spit the deal. Spit like, the deal. Like, There's got to be a pun in there. I know. Somewhere. I know. Got to throw that in there. <laughs> so it seems like everyone in the chat pretty much would be on board with this. I think we both are on board too. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, I I will would be, you invest. Are you on? I would be an investor, and I will be <laughs> a, a sampler. You know, spitter. <laughs> we're happy. We'll to do it all. Happy to spit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So we've got to move on to product number three, which we were starting to discuss earlier, Kelsey. This I feel like baffles my mind. So you guys in the chat, get ready. So 
So, Robin, Justin and Bart were in the tank asking 500000 in exchange for 5%. This is basically like a Roomba that vacuums your house, little little robot vacuum, but it's for outdoors and it cuts your lawn. But it cuts it exceedingly slowly, <laughs> so it has to keep going out on a daily basis because it only cuts a little at a time. Basically, they get these uh, robots from uh, Europe and then they lay the wire. And so that's how it knows where to go. Now, what did you think? Patience is a virtue. I could, yes, that's the perfect tagline for this company. (laughs) Yes, but what they're doing is such a good idea, and they're trying to cut down emissions Mm -hmm. and fumes um, by an incredible amount, Mm -hmm. and because if you think about it, the gas lawnmower, you know, takes up a lot. I don't really think about it. It's been a long time since I've mowed a lawn. (laughs) I I will say, I have lots of experience. I'm from a very small town. We had, like, six acres Uh of land, and I was out there mowing that lawn, so Uh I understand getting out there and spending hours mowing a lawn. Yeah. I've done it. You had to mow six acres? Our house sat on six acres. Well, I didn't have a push lawn. We had a riding lawn mower. You know, let me get into all the details of this. (laughs) But I will say it takes hours. Like, it took hours to get out there and do that. So just to have something do it, like, for you, like a vacuum cleaner (laughs) just for your lawn, just for the outdoors, I'm okay with that. Okay, but for this robot to mow six acres, it would take it, like, seven months, I feel like. I don't think it would happen. I, they're going to need to build a, a bigger, bigger one. They need a bigger robot. Expand. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah. that would be great, you know? You know, yeah. enlarge. You know, put the large button on that, yes. you know, and just blow Double it up. Yes. yes. So they did also have um, a lot of sales, but what was really interesting, almost equally as interesting as their actual product, is they had actually started a very successful lawn mowing company that was like Uber for lawn mowing. Mm-hmm. So you could just sort of on a one-off get someone. But this product, so they actually also had different categories of packages. So if you only wanted the little lawnmower, that was fine. But if you also wanted them to do edging and trimming, that would be $25 a week or 37 if you wanted them to do everything, weeding, edging, trimming, whatever. It's $17 a week for just the little robot. I mean... I don't know. My gardener comes once a week and everything's done. This well, robot would take all week just to cut my front lawn. How much do you pay a week for your <coughs> service? If uh, you don't mind me asking. <laughs> I know this is a really personal question, but they're they're paying 17. So is it comparable to that? I pay more than that. Okay, I you pay, pay more than, than that. that. And do they do about the same stuff? Do they mow your lawn and trim With the, the edging edges? and the trimming? Yeah, but only occasional weeding. But yeah, okay. the edging and but the trimming. But it's pretty yeah. much the same. Yeah. And you're and paying I do more have a big for yard. It. I wonder, so, I want, would you switch? I wouldn't, because I also wonder, wouldn't someone steal this? Okay, we were trying to talk about this earlier. Maybe you guys have some yes. more insight to this. But does the product stay there every day? Because it has. they mentioned when they were pitching this that it had to mow your lawn every single day. It just takes right. a little bit off of every day. But I was getting the vibe that this, they're just selling the service. They're not selling a product. So why would they leave the product at your house all the time. I don't know. I mean, you, you make a great point because they're if they're doing multiple lawns and right. this product costs like nineteen hundred dollars right. just for the actual machine, yeah. then once you take that to different houses every time you go and kind of it goes with you as the service. I mean, what you say that's what can, that makes sense. That's what I like pictured in my mind. I was like, okay, this is how they're doing it, but it needs to charge and then. 
if it only does a little bit a day, so they need to go back to the same house every day and what put it in a slightly different spot? How does it remember that particular house? See, this is what I'm so confused about. I don't because in my mind, yes. it's like you can charge it over my, overnight and then go to right. the next house. You know, like oh, I have a whole plan in my head, <laughs> but I'm not sure if that's how it's actually working. I yeah. don't know. I feel like we definitely Justin and Bart, if you're listening, we definitely need more information. Yes. In the chat, I think everyone's like semi-interested, right? It does make more sense. Fantasy stat says if you're a green uh, conscious consumer to own one. But oh, there's it, a then. plot twist. 1900 for that. I feel like then divided by all the math that I can't do, how much it would cost me to actually buy this. But I still need someone to edge and trim and weed. Yeah, so. I see. And I know Lori was looking at it as a product instead of a service. <gasps> uh-huh. But here in America, I don't think I would never pay that much money for one of these machines. You could buy your riding lawnmower for that, right? Less? I mean, you could, it's, yeah, riding lawnmower, lawnmower is probably less than that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't buy them anymore. <laughs> 1900s a lot, right? That's Plot a lot. I wouldn't buy that. <laughs> Tina says, right, they leave it there so they can spy on you. <laughs> That's what it does. The government is watching. It's Google. Dun, dun, dun. It's a Plot Google. Twist. It's yes. a Google. It's a Google. So um, things have taken a turn here. Yeah. Shark Tank, <laughs> the Shark Tank Google. So they did not get a deal. But Kelsey, would you have been in or out? I it, well, it depends. I'm still a little confused <laughs> on this. So I think it's a great thing. I think it's a good uh, service. I like that it's environmentally friendly. Yeah. And for those reasons, I am in. Oh, oh nice. Nice. I liked it. I liked I'm it. totally out. I just cannot yeah. wrap my mind around it taking so long yeah. to mow the lawn. It just to not have to do mind. it. I will. I will take it. But I already don't do it. I well, I've had experience, and I That's know the true. pain. True. That's why I've I'm, never had to do it. <laughs> this is true. And we did have a riding lawnmower, too, and I've still never had to do it. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Okay, so what that's I, what it is. What do you guys think okay. out in the chat? So it looks like um, everyone's pretty much out. Tina's out. Fantasy Fantasy's out. out. So um, Yes. So, yeah, everyone chime in. Let us know. Let's move on to Smart Girl. Shari right. was in the tank. 200000 for 5% of her company. Basically, she wanted to teach girls how to code or get girls more involved with coding since it's such a male-dominated field. So she came up with essentially a little segue for dolls and then you use the app to program certain things in so you can make it do dances you can move it around and the idea is that you realize coding is fun now did you think coding looked fun I would like to try this because I know nothing about coding, and I think mm-hmm. that would be so interesting and valuable to learn how to code. Uh-huh. Um, and if you can play a game, I am all about games. Yeah. I love game apps. They are so much fun. How can you not love a game app? So if they yeah. put coding to a game, then I would do it. This is why, for an example, <laughs> I also do Duolingo to try and oh, learn yes. a different language. What are you learning? Uh, just, you know, Spanish. <laughs> oh, I no, haven't gotten good. far. <laughs> nope, I'm not even going to try. But that's a game. And if they put it kind of in like a game fun mm-hmm. way to do it. And so if they did this for coding. Right. I mean, the thing with me doing it right now, yeah. I I don't know if I would bring my doll around and, you know, <laughs> you know teach you it. I, I got in my big purse. But I don't know if I'd bring that around and like play with it. That would be a Far-fetch. So maybe she can build, she can design something else, maybe for an adult (laughs) or a (laughs) semi-adult. So, and it was interesting that she worked really hard on this algorithm that balances the little segue, and that's actually what's so valuable in her product, really. And so... I just, I feel like any time, and I've seen a lot of times where people come in with coding and coding for girls and trying to get girls more involved in STEM and engineering, 
And the sharks are, I feel like, hit and miss on it. And yeah. I was thinking she was not going to get offers or a deal, but she did wind up. Uh, Damon was in on this, which also surprised me a little bit. He was offering 200000 initially for 30% of the company. He was really into the licensing. I was about to say that, I think, is the reason that he yeah, did the deal. Why. And I think that's the only reason, because nobody liked the yeah. product necessarily. Yeah. It, they did like what she was doing and to license yeah. that out. It was a smart yeah. choice. Smart choice. Smart man, that one. She came up with that smart algorithm. So uh, basically, she asked for wiggle room. They went back and forth a little bit. He did finally agree to 25%. Um, just noticed a hair on myself. Sorry, I feel like there was a pause. Was like, Plucking. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> so, uh, intermission. Yes, intermission while I pluck hair off of my sweater. Delicious. <laughs> so 25%, Damon. Good deal, bad deal. What do you think? I think it was a smart deal. He did a good choice. And um, when he was going back and forth, he said mm-hmm. that a, a, a person to license this would yeah. be 25 to 30% anyways, and she wouldn't be get, receiving any money. So she made a really good deal on Shark Tank by right. coming well, here. Right, she said that he would have to. She would have to give up for someone who is a licensing agent. But yeah. he said, "And here I am paying you for exactly. the opportunity to be a licensing agent." So it was exactly. interesting. Uh, she definitely got lucky. I felt like with that. But um, what do you guys think in the chat? In or out? Um, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy stats. You're right. Yeah, They've done that. coding before in the tank. I, yeah, and I don't remember. Do you guys remember if they got a deal before? I can't remember. I don't. I want to say no, but I don't quite recall. And uh, fantasy stats, right, as a computer engineer, you're saying it's a good idea to have that great skill. And, yeah, I agree. Good skill, and I wish I could do it too. But Same. that is not my area of expertise. I, but if you get the doll, maybe it can be. It could be. <laughs> this is what I need for Christmas. Yep, there we go. It retails for $79.99, so anyone who wants to send me one. Okay, yeah. now up the next episode, so we're up to episode 11 now, um, Really Hooked Fish Co., and they said it as co, which is why I'm saying co. Yes. Uh, Stephen James, $75,000 for 25% of their company. Uh, basically, it's a smoked fish dip with, that's made with Greek yogurt and apples, so it's healthy and delicious. And these guys got away with a lot. Now, if you didn't watch the episode, they basically did their pitch, and then one of them reeled the other in, who like flopped around like a fish. And I swear I used to do the same dance in college. I swear I've done this in high school. <laughs> yes, at like high school dances and stuff, you do that crazy little hook fish. <laughs> thing and yeah it's ridiculous yeah. and super fun but these guys were a hoot I mean they yeah. were wild they were all over the place <laughs> I mean the sharks were just rolling off of their they on were the floor. they were rolling off their chairs so. I think these guys got lucky I think they yeah. got a deal because the sharks liked them and whatever it was like we've talked about before there was something in them that those sharks liked and didn't get turned off by because yeah it's I was surprised, actually. Something that clicked. Well, and what was interesting to me is the sharks were loving them at the beginning. Everyone yeah. was laughing. They were having a good time. They were like, I thought they were going to invest immediately. And then it was kind of like everyone was out or they were <laughs> yeah. going and they were giving them a really hard time about yeah. different things. And so, yeah, I was kind of surprised at that element. Mm-hmm. But then they it did end up landing yeah. a deal, which I was glad because I didn't think that they were going to. No, it was starting to not look good for them. But they're in restaurants, and that's really, I think, what did it because because right now they don't have a lot of sales, $10,000 in three months. But what was interesting is that, um, you know, one of the things they brought up is that a lot of times people lately come into the tank and they already have like a million dollars in sales. And these guys said, hey, isn't this what Shark Tank is for? We don't have that. That's exactly why we're here. And I think that helped them too. I think so too. And just 
the food industry in general is a really hard thing to sell on Shark Tank. Yeah. Um, it's always a tricky thing, but mm-hmm. I think it was very interesting that they were in restaurants, and I thought yeah. that gave them a good leverage. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I thought that was a great idea to go to yeah. bars and sell yeah. that way. So right. I was like, that's brilliant. A good way to get it out there. So yeah. Mark said that he would do it, but they need to get more restaurants on board. Uh, so keep it $1,000 per month, which is what they're uh, making right now. Uh, so $75,000, he did it for 25%. And the guys, I think, were a little bit shocked when he when he said it. But yeah, everyone liked them. But it seems like in the chat, everyone is pretty much out on this. I think it probably tastes delicious. Just, I agree, it's a hard product to do. Shark yeah. tank, sharks food. don't always like food. Yeah, No, it's very hard. Yeah, even when it's good food, it's yes. hard. Yeah, because they even commented that it was really tasty, delicious. Yeah. Yes. They were all like, oh my it. gosh, it's mm-hmm. so good. No, yeah. I'm out, you know? Yeah. So, yeah exactly. And that happens a lot. Yep. Yeah. So, Kelsey, in or out? Um, I don't eat fish, just like fantasy, so I would be out on this just because okay. I wouldn't taste the product and it would taste weird to me so I would be like no I can't do it if you can't get behind it I I am torn on this one because on one hand I agree like the guys seemed nice I actually think I'd love this dip it sounds delicious Uh but I think that I'm not into the food either just because I agree hard hard space especially because it's a dip even I don't know so I think I'd be out though yes it does make me hungry. Yeah. So if anyone wants to send us some dip, Kelsey won't eat it, but I sure will. I know. We'll send it around. I'll sh- yeah. So more for you. Next in the tank, this is an interesting one. The Cut Buddy, Joshua, 300000 in exchange for 10%. Aww. This is for people who cut their hair and their beards at home. It's basically a um, sort of stencil that has multiple um, curved and straight lines on it. So you can like hold it up to your hairline or to your beard line and cut so it all makes sense basically <laughs> yeah an easy way to be able to cut your hair yeah. your be- beard yeah don't clearly, know what word I was trying to say, but yes. And clearly we're the wrong people to to try this product out. It was very interesting, and he had the warmest, more most heartfelt story, and he yeah. teared up at the end, and it was very authentic and genuine, yeah. in my opinion, and mm-hmm. it was just tugs at your heartstrings, yeah. you know. But I thought this was a really cool product, mm-hmm. and I have cut guys' hair. I've cut, like, my boyfriend's hair before, uh-huh. and... It's a lot trickier than you would think. <laughs> I'm not not great at it. Didn't turn out the best. So I could definitely see how this stencil uh-huh. could be helpful because, I mean, I don't know how to do it. And I don't do it regularly, so I wouldn't use it all the time. Yeah. But I could see the need for it, and I could see yeah. how cool it was. I thought it was so smart how he um, got connected with YouTubers. I agree. And online influencers Mm -hmm. and they started trying out the product and he has been selling like crazy because of that. And then he's online with Target and Walmart Mm -hmm. so he's on really good um, markets there. So I think he's in a really good spot and he's selling straight to the right Mm -hmm. places. Yes, the right places, the right people. I agree. I think the sharks were blown away too. I mean he made 700,000 in in 216. In 2016 he made 700,000. I agree. I think they were surprised and uh, yeah that there's clearly a market for this but yes. none of them I think felt like you know I was surprised because yeah Damon though is who he really wanted yeah uh, Damon said he really had to think about it oh and I did want to actually back up before we talk about Damon something that I thought was interesting tell me your thoughts Kelsey yes. he said that 
he had come up with the idea, and then when he was moving with his girlfriend, he had taken a door off. His girlfriend wanted him to put it back on. He said he didn't want to, and she commented that he never finishes anything. And when I heard that, I thought, ooh, that is not a good marketing technique with the sharks to say you can't follow through. Did you think that was it for him? You know, that didn't cross my mind until you just said it, and I can definitely see where that would be yeah. a real, like, very risky thing to say to investors. Um, and it was interesting that he sat on this this idea for 13 years before yeah. he went out and got it patented. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell that something changed in him and clicked mm-hmm. to where he wanted to um, be more of a go-getter, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's proven that through going out yeah, through, through online and stuff. So, yeah, it might not have been a good choice to say, like, I, mm-hmm. I've never followed through on anything before yes. in my life. <laughs> but he did follow up with saying, yeah. I've changed and this is how yeah. I've done it. I have things to prove. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, good girl, you know. Better keep her around. <laughs> We're smart. And by now he has a baby because she was about to give birth. So congratulations. I know. We're very excited. Tina says that, um, you know, a lot of times when people don't seem to be getting a deal, they try a sob story. I agree, Tina. I think that we see it a lot. And those tears, that's exactly why they can work either with you or against you, for sure. So he did get a deal with Damon. Uh, there was some back and forth going. But um, basically $300,000 for 20%. He did try to bargained down a little bit and yeah. Damon said no I need to be excited about it and he took the deal I think good deal good shark yeah and that was the shark that I think he came in wanting yeah. so I'm glad that they mm-hmm. paired off it was a good yes. good deal <laughs> I felt like when you said paired off there was some pun that there was also begging to be said there but there probably was but I, I have it's I somewhere have it. in there you just have to find it Yes. Maybe you guys can let us know what that pun is. TBD. <laughs> yes. We'll come back. Full circle. <laughs> exactly. Fish hook. Yes. Start wiggling. <laughs> so, Kelsey, would you be in or out with the Cut Buddy? Uh, personally, it's not a product for me, um, but it's a good product, uh-huh. and I'm glad that he got a yeah. deal, but not You'd for me. Okay. I wouldn't do it. I'm in because clearly not a product for me, but I feel like there's totally a market for this. I can see it selling like wildfire, so, yeah. so I'd be in. So Good. next up, Slumberkins. Kelly and Callie were in the tank, and $175,000 was their ask in exchange for 5% of their company. These are essentially, they would disagree with me, but they are essentially stuffed animals that are really, really, really soft, that have a blanket element. Yeah. What is different about this than every single other thing on the market? I just did not get it. They kind of pitched it like that, stuffed animal and a blanket combined, plus the story element. And the I story, think I that's kind of what they're selling, yeah. um, more of an educational benefit to it as well. So it's it, that was a really tough one. The sharks were not... No. Jumping on this one very quickly no. at all just because it's yeah. there's a lot of competition in the market. So mm-hmm. how does it stand out? Um, and the stories were really cute. It was a really cute idea. Mm-hmm. I liked what they were doing. I, I mean, if they had followers online, on Instagram, yeah. just going that way, the social media yeah. route, then that's good. Because it is a very, like, Pinteresty or, like, uh-huh. um, one of those cute little websites to be able to mm-hmm. put it on there. But as far as you know, seen it maybe in Walmart or a big retailer, maybe not. You know, there's already yeah. a lot of things like this. Just so. like it. And what was interesting, I guess, so these sell for 44 to $52. So That's that is really a lot pricey. of money. Especially for yes. a parent. Like yeah. when you're getting something for your kid, 
or even a gift for like a baby shower gift and or it something. Looks small because yeah, because you can get other ones that are just like it. And yeah. the thing is too, and we keep saying blanket because they said blanket, but it's not a blanket. Like I picture blanket covers my body or at least yeah. the baby's body. This is not a blanket. This is like maybe a foot tops. It would be for right? it didn't even a, look like a foot. That's longer than a baby or shorter than a baby. Yeah, I maybe for just a newborn, but it's not not, gonna, not as a, a blanket. But you don't put blankets on newborns anyway. So really, it's just to snuggle. Yeah, they said that it was a really fancy soft type of fabric so one that's normally found in clothing versus um kids and then the other thing that's interesting is they learned to sew to do it they hired local seamstresses to help so they really got this going they've they earned uh two hundred thousand in the first year this year they're projected for half a million which is amazing but they did not get any offers i know that was sad um i liked what judy said it seems like they were good people but it's uh, Mm um it'll be a shame if they don't take the shark's advice and stay out of retail and i agree with you judy because Mark was really pushing, um, asking if they were going mm-hmm. to stay online or if they were really yeah. set on doing retail. And that was kind of a, like, he set up that question to mm-hmm. see what they would say. He wasn't really offering advice at the beginning. Um, and they said, yeah, we'll, we want to mm-hmm. reach everybody. We'll, we'll do retail. Yeah. And that just really shot them in the foot when they mm-hmm. said that. And I hope that they take his yeah. advice and stay online because I think they could do better that way. You know, they yeah. they have the most experience and when they say something like that, it's hopefully they take yeah. that to heart. The sharks, I feel like, advise away from retail maybe like 90% of the time anyway, especially yeah. like this. The only other thing I feel like we should mention in the interest of being fair, and I agree, I thought the women seemed fabulous, um, is that the products, we just sort of called them dolls or animals, they were very interesting. There was like a Yeti and a hammerhead shark. They were more unusual than you typically see. Yeah. And like you say, there were stories that went along with each of and them. And they were n- unique in their own they way. They were very unique. Yes. They looked soft. Like I felt like they I did, did want to really snuggle. Soft. I know. But not for $52. $52 was a lot too of money. Much. Yep. Too much. Everyone in the chat is kind of saying way too high of a price. $52 yeah. is too much. So mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. We're I with you. Okay, so in or out, Kelsey? I would be out. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry. I'd be I out know. Too. I, I like. I but I want to see one. I want to touch one. Yeah, me I know. I really want to snuggle. So, yeah. <laughs> proto, uh, pro, proto, not proto, like prototype, pronto, pronto, like, pronto. pronto. yes, pronto. pronto. <laughs> I think that was on my Duolingo lesson. Hmm. There we go. Hmm. It comes full circle. There we go. So, pronto bev, but their overall company is called Pronto Concepts. Alexander, hundred thousand dollars in exchange for five percent, and this is a speedy wine cooler. So basically, you can put it into this thing with proprietary gel, sort of like a pitcher, really. And then there's a temperature gauge. It tells you exactly the right temperature, and then you pour it out again, because if you leave it in too long, it will just get colder and colder. Apparently, wines need to be chilled at different temperatures. I am clearly not a wine drinker and did not know that. I do love the wine. I go with more of the red, so I don't really experience Mm -hmm. much of the cold, chilled white. And I don't know that they have different temperatures per white, so Mm -hmm. I'm not a wine connoisseur. But... is what? There, oh, sorry. I thought there was a butt coming. I, I got too excited. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I was it's a good product. <laughs> it's a good product. I mean, it seems interesting. And if you're, there's so many wine, like wine snobs out there. Yes. Let's be honest, especially yes. within our generation. And this is going to appeal to them, I think, mm-hmm. because, you know, you, d- you have to chill the wine in a refrigerator if you are going to be thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes when you're not. Like, he was in a situation right. 
this was his personal story where he was on a date or somebody came over and he the yeah. wine was not cold enough and he tried to do the strainer with the ice. Yes. And I was actually kind of like, that's a very I, smart idea. I know, very clever. Cool I same thought. I know, but apparently that doesn't taste good. <laughs> so don't do it. It's the ice cube. I know, so don't do it. Don't, don't try do this it. at yes. home. Kevin was not fond of that. No, he wasn't. So apparently this product is going to be a game changer. But the one thing that yeah. really hurt him was there's other um, competitors out there and he yeah. based his valuation off of yes. the competition. And that's not really a great thing to do, I don't think. Yeah. No, and it was expensive. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, since I don't drink this, I don't know. But know. $89 on crowdfunding, but he wants to sell it for $129. I mean, I guess that's good. Like, maybe if you don't have room for a wine fridge, this is smaller. Yeah, but I've so. seen other products where you can, like, plug it into the wine uh, where the cork would be and then pour it and then it chills the wine. Oh. I've seen that in stores. That sounds very smart. I know. So there's other products that are doing this. So it's kind of, it would be interesting to see. Right. I, I think for that, I just wouldn't be, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be into it. I know we're not there yet, but I just, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't go yeah. in. You're already in. You're already I'm in. already in. No. I just, now, like, my mind is blown now that you mentioned this other thing you can pour through because. I've just seen other gadgets. They didn't talk about competition, did they? I feel like. He's, I mean, he mentioned that there was, like, another is, picture like Why this. wouldn't you use this other thing that you can pour through? Well. It sounds very smart to me. It is very smart. But there's other gadgets. There's a ton of gadgets for wine. Like. I just, I can't even tell you. You I don't mean, even know, but there's a whole I, market and a whole industry for wine drinkers. And there are tons of other project, products that are right. doing things like this. So I was, like, going to be in, and now I'm very much on the edge. Fantasy Stats is out. Wants to know how often that proprietary gel lasts. Excellent question. That Fantasy is a good question. Stats. I didn't think of that. I just assumed it lasted forever. And uh, Judy boggles her mind that... Um, that he got a deal without without much in sales. Yeah. Uh, he had raised 54000 And Tina and said she would find this useless, so I'm out. And I would agree because I drink red wine, not white. <laughs> so, and Judy's out too. Yeah, so everyone is out. I know. Um, you guys, I was like, I really wanted to be in. Oh, we should tell you that <laughs> they did actually get a deal as much as everyone else is out. Um, Kevin, who had seemed like the best partner, wanted 50% of the company and absolutely refused to negotiate. Mark, who had been out, this was fascinating, jumped back in suddenly and uh, offered 100 thousand for 25 percent but contingent that he raises the other hundred thousand that he needed because his uh worry with kevin was that well if he gives away 50 percent of the company he still needs to raise a hundred thousand how's he going to do that he won't have equity left so. it was the most dramatic it was very dramatic. i loved it, it. i was like oh, what he's <laughs> yes. coming back wait wasn't he out i had to like rewind it i was like wait was he out? Was he in? He was out. Now he's in. What's happening? And then it was like it was. right at the last minute. Mark was on it with the fast moves this Mark episode. Mark was. Mark was. Okay, so you're out. Everyone on Earth apparently is out. I kind of feel like I want to be a rebel. I'm just going to say I'm in. I be feel like in. I'm going to be in. If you like it, be I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm like not even a wine drinker. I don't drink. And I'm, in. <laughs> I'm totally in. And I totally support this. <laughs> I support this product. Since, I love it. Since we do have a few more minutes left, I want to jump back to the updates because yeah. they were a little bit kind of interesting here. So from the first episode we discussed, so that would have been episode 10, the update was fascinating because it had been a product called Doorbot. It's now called Ring. They had been on Shark Tank. They did not get a deal, but Richard Branson, who was the guest shark in that episode, saw them, called them up, and invested. Did that blow your mind? That, that blew my mind. Fantastic. And it just shows that even if you don't get a deal on Shark Tank, you can mm-hmm. still do really well. And we've seen a lot of yes. products do mm-hmm. fantastic when yeah. they don't get a deal just because of the marketing and the advertisement of just being on Shark Tank and yeah. people knowing your product and being out there. So 
I thought that was incredible and what a yeah. what a sweet story to be yes. able to tell. And then the other part of me that knows like all of reality TV is fake wanted to know exactly how that came about. Like did someone from Shark Tank call him and be like, Richard Branson, why don't you invest tomorrow because you're going to be on next week and then we can do this update. You know, like we didn't know how long he'd been invested, did we? That's, Wait, no, we, he, we did. Well, let's see. They made I mean, three million in the year after the show. Richard I think, Branson invested only at five percent. Yeah, well, he probably like, was that a didn't. Stunt? I don't think it was a stunt because. No, yeah, I mean it could be. Who Maybe, knows? I don't know. But I'm not behind the scenes, but I don't <laughs> think it was necessarily like the day, the week before. Like, hey, invest in this really quick, and we can do <laughs> because he has other products that he's invested in. So right. they could have definitely they could have thrown in one of no, these other No, because it would have to be a Shark Tank product. I, he hasn't been on the show before. This is his first season. Oh, you're see? right. See? Oh, so that's why I'm a little skeptical I as see. much as I loved it. As much as I loved it. So that other know. update was from season four, Scrub Daddy. Yes. And they are up to 30 products. They are um, all over the place. 60,000 well. stores. They have gotten now, they've gone from 100,000 in sales to 141 million. million. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I um, see them all the time. Yes. They're they're Very everywhere. cute. They are cute. Um, I liked they showed the original uh-huh. product where it did look like a toilet scrubber. But this is the original new product. Uh, right. The dish The product. original yeah. new product. <laughs> and it looked like a toilet scrubber. I was like, yeah, it really does. Lori is a smart yes, lady. It did. You I invested so with too. the right shark. Yes. <laughs> and I do like the daisy. It's really cute. I do cute. too. And then we saw the new one. I was like, oh. So much better. Yes, you yes. did a great job. That's how I felt too. Yeah. Lori is definitely the branding person too. At least She's a lot so of good. her updates involve rebranding like she, that. Yeah, She's good that is that. her niche. Yeah. Even when um we had the real the fish guys with the fish mm-hmm. dish. Yes, she talked about she it then. Yeah. Told them to go with a new name. The um well, she, the hook, hook and ladder. ladder. Yeah. Yes. Because like, they're firefighters. That. Yeah. Yes. And that would be a good thing to go with. And I was like, yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah. She's just very She's good. quick on her feet with that she sort is. of stuff. Judy does not think Richard Branson was a stunt. Or the update, rather. Richard Branson himself is not a stunt. <laughs> He's a stunt. Surprise! He's not really he there. He exist. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, my gosh. So that, I'm with Judy on that. I like to believe that it was... That it's not a stunt. That it was true. I just think nothing in reality TV is actually true. And I want to believe the facade. <laughs> Richard Branson, let us know. So What happened? So we will be gone, I think, next week. We have a break in our Shark Tank tankness. I don't see. I, I feel like tonight, clearly, I really want to make puns, and they're not going anywhere. We're trying really hard, guys, oh. but it's just not <gasps> working not. yet. No. We're going to get there. We're going to... We're not going to stop. We're just going to keep throwing things out there until something sticks. (laughs) Until there is a pun, by golly. Yeah, maybe by accident. If people have puns they want to share with you, where can they find you? You can find me, Kelsey Hightower, at at Kels Hightower. And, yep. <laughs> there was That's more it. coming too. Okay, and I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Zoe Hewitt. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. Thank you so much for joining us on tonight's Shark Tank After Show. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.